0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. This is Christian Awesome of the Awesome and Awesome group at Wilson Realty, and we're back. Well, it's back. Seafair is finally back in person after a few years of some quite odd virtual events due to the pandemic. Today, we are going to be talking all about Seafair, from the hydroplane races to the Blue Angels to the Torchlight Parade and even the Milk Carton Derby uh, and everything in between. So... If you don't know what Seafair is, we want to teach you a little bit of the history of Seafair so you can kind of understand some of the weird things that go along with it, maybe, um, if you're from out of town, and how it came about. But before we get in, let me introduce my co-hosts, the awesome agents at the Awesome and Awesome Group. Today, joining me, we have the one, the only, Mr. Les Cutting. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> we have Melanie Gadami, Mel G. Hey, hey. and the fellow Seattleite, Mr. Nick Toll. Hey. All right, so first up, what is Seafair? For those of you that are new to Seattle, Seafair is one of the most iconic summer-long festivals uh, in Seattle, and we're pretty famous for it. There are tons of different seafare events throughout the summer, but there's only one weekend that has two of the most well-known events. And that's the hydroplane races and the air show that you really need to know about. And not only do you need to know about these because they're fun to attend, but because they can really, really, really snarl traffic. So plan accordingly. This year, and we're talking 2022, that weekend is August 5th through the 7th. That's when you got the hydroplane races and the Blue Angels and the rest of the air show. I-90 is basically shut down almost the entire time. Not really, but very often. And that just snarls traffic all throughout the city on both the east side and on the Seattle side. But before we dive too deep into specific events, let's go over some of the history because it's a pretty cool backstory. Let's start at the beginning of how it all started.
1: Yes, so Seafair history. Seattle was about to celebrate its centennial back in 1951 and they wanted to get attention. Some of the Seattle businessmen came together. They planned the first Seafair for August back in 1950. That first year they had boat races, not hydroplanes parades, including torchlight parade, Seafair royalty, and community festivals.
2: Man, Mel, you are bringing me back some years Um, with the torchlight parades. I, when I used to work at the iHeartRadio, we'd have to go to every single parade in all the little cities that would lead up to the torchlight parade. So you're bringing Ooh. me back.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: let's talk about the Aquafollies. Did you know? Aquafollies. Oh, Aquafollies, okay. <laughs> like like they're falling. Oh, uh, okay. Did you know there used to be an Aqua Follies Theater at Green Lake that housed the Aqua Follies. The Aqua Follies performed a musical with high dives, skits, and comedy, all kinds of fun stuff. Fun fact is, they built an Aqua Theater at Green Lake in just 75 days. That's crazy. Mm. It had grandstands, a high dive, and an orchestra pit that could seat 5,500 people. That's yeah, quite and a those- bit. Those grandstands are still there. They're on kind of the,
0: the south end of the lake. Um, you'll see the big cement, like, they look like steps, and people use them to work out and stuff, but that's, like, part of where the Aquafalli's Theater
2: used to be. Nice, nice, nice. So you guys got to go check that out. But here's some little, some history. Some big bands even played there. So they had Led Zeppelin, the Grateful Dead, probably saw Bill Walton, like, For those guys who don't know Bill Walton is, he's a basketball player who loved The Grateful Dead and Led Zeppelin. So I can imagine he was probably like strolling through there listening to them. (laughs) But um, fortunately, high dives were taken down in the 1970s. Most of the theater was dismantled, but you can still see the remnants at Green Lake today, including some of the grandstand, like Richard said. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: now that we've gone over a bit of the history, let's get back to today. So during the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, they canceled Seafair as we know it in both 2020 and 2021 and replaced it with virtual events. I'm sure all of you tuned in, right? Nope. <laughs> oh,
1: <Uh-oh. laughs> uh, yeah. No.
3: Lots of, <laughs> lots of local <laughs> things. <laughs> had, <laughs> you know, Pride did virtual events. The New Year's fireworks at the Space Needle did virtual uh-huh. events. I didn't do any of them. I didn't either. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was kind of lame. They tried their best, but it was really unfortunate that all of that was canceled. Um, But... It's finally back this year with in-person events just like in the past. There are obviously some big local companies helping partner to sponsor Seafair to make it all happen like Alaska Airlines, Home Street Bank, Boeing, and some more. Uh, But let's go over some of the most popular Seafair events. If you guys really want to look at the full list of events, just go to seafair.org. Note that one thing you won't be seeing this year is one of my favorites, and that's the Milk Carton Derby. They say that it's going to be back next year in 2023, but they don't say why they're not doing it this year, which is a little weird for me. But one other thing that I always look forward to and one that I really want to show my kids is the Seafair Pirates.
3: Yeah, so the Seafair Pirates, uh, they're not actually officially affiliated with Seafair or financially backed by them or anything, but they're all volunteers, and... They they land on Alki Beach, so that that happened on June 25th. That kind of starts off the whole thing, um, and uh, they they started in 1949 um, as a way to promote seafare by the Ale and Quail Society. <laughs> uh, they yeah their their boat that they ride on they call it the Moby Duck. So oh. yeah they've got a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah so they they show up at a huge variety of seafair events throughout the summer i think les mentioned earlier there are uh, other parades in other cities around seattle there's also a lot of like local neighborhood parades throughout the city and this seafair pirates they march in i think most of those parades and so greenwood
2: all those parades they they Mm -hmm. go pretty hard Mm -hmm. yeah
3: yeah yeah so the greenwood uh, neighborhood Parade in Northwest Seattle is the oldest local neighborhood parade, or so I hear.
0: I like the Pirates, but my personal favorite seafare event is actually one that most people find annoying. I love them. I love the Blue Angels when they buzz the city. Uh, let's kind of go into that. Yeah.
1: So the Blue Angels, they do a cool flight demonstration, and they're part of the U.S. Navy. They're a group of six planes intricate aerial show one of the most polarizing parts of seafare. some people love them and some hate them for a few reasons one the cost people think that the practice of the blue angels is money that the government shouldn't be spending they cost the navy 34 million and approximately 1.8 million for seafare alone and also people don't like that they promote the military mm-hmm. It's pretty loud, which can also be upsetting for us humans, but also for babies. And lastly, it really disrupts traffic. So one cool thing that I just learned about the Blue Angels is that they have a fundraiser called Brunch and Blues. You can pay to eat brunch with one of the Blue Angel pilots and watch them walk out to the planes and take off. A table is roughly 5,000. So it's definitely not cheap. Yeah, or if you can
0: get your your company to pay for it and you just get to go enjoy it or something like that.
1: Yeah, so the Angels will do three shows this year, August 5th, 6th, and 7th, starting at 3 p.m. Some of the best places to watch the Angels perform are on the lake, um, so on your boat, um, on the I-90 bridge, and anywhere along the waterfront. This year, the Blue Angels have larger, faster aircrafts called the Super Hornet.
2: Okay, so let's talk about another event that's super, super popular at Seafair, the hydroplane, the hydroplane races, actually. Mm -hmm. The hydroplane races are a staple of Seafair, and they have been a part of the festival for 70 years. Like, they're really, really fun to watch. If you have never seen it, I recommend you go out. It's actually really, really cool. I'm not into hydroplaning or not, but at Seafair, like the atmosphere, it's amazing. I just recommend you go out and go check it out yourself. These boats, they go around 200 miles per hour. Um, Just a little history, the APBA Gold Cup, which stands for American Power Boat Association, left Detroit in 1950 in favor of Seattle. So they decided to make the race a part of Seafair, obviously. They held the APBA until 1955 until it went back to Detroit. So at that point, Seattle's organizers decided to create their own race, and that's how the Seafair Cup was born. So they changed the name to the Home Street Bank Cup, formerly known as the Seafair Cup. This will also take place the same time the Blue Angels fly over the course of the weekend in August. You can see the full schedule on Seafair.org. You can buy a variety of tickets to the hydroplane races from the shores of Lake Washington, either general admission tickets or VIP seating. There's a pit pass to get up close and personal with the hydroplanes if you're really into it. Like I said, it's super, super cool experience. So if you haven't checked it out, I recommend you do it. As well as other VIP tickets, including the VIP parking or a shuttle to the event. As Christian and we touch on a little bit, traffic does get crazy, so getting that VIP parking pass will save you a lot of time. But there's also food, um, non-alcoholic beverages and alcoholic beverages Great way to enjoy your time on the water. Mm -hmm. You know, some booze, boats, planes, planes, all, all, all there. Speed, speed, speed. (laughs) (laughs) One of the coolest and most unique Seattle things to do is watch the hydroplane races and the Blue Angels from a boat attached to the log boom. These Log Boom tickets are available at Seafair.org, as is everything else Seafair related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's super
0: cool. I've never personally done it, but it just looks like a gigantic party on the water when people are, you know, they got their boat moored against a, a log that's just chilling there along the racetrack. It looks super fun. I don't know if any of you guys have ever done that, but I, I hope to do that at some point in my life.
3: Some of the other seafar events include the 4th of July fireworks on Lake Union which I only recently learned was part of Seafair. I just always knew it as 4th of July Lake Union fireworks but yeah, mm-hmm. that's, it's a Seafair event. Yeah. The torchlight parade uh, and torchlight triathlon and torchlight run which all take place on July 30th. I know the torchlight parade is downtown. I think the other two I think they're are, also
0: through downtown too. Yeah
3: yeah it's on like fourth avenue very common parade route Mm -hmm. uh there's also the Seafair classic car show which i don't know if there's multiple of those i know there's the greenwood car show um that's one i'm thinking of that's that happens right around the same right around the time of the greenwood parade i think Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and then also like christian was saying there's usually the seafare milk carton derby not this year, but it's pretty fun to watch. It's held at Green Lake and features a lot of people who build boats out of empty milk cartons. Um, they complete, uh, they compete for different titles like the fastest boat and best design. It's kind of like a pinewood derby, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there are like a lot of boy scouts and girl scouts and stuff that like have, will have team boats. I already talked about some of my favorite things to do at Seafair, which is milk carton derby. To watch that and you know Seafair. Or, and the blue angels uh what are some of your favorite things to do guys
3: i'm really looking forward to something that unfortunately will take place after the recording of this podcast but before the airing of it the ballard <laughs> seafood fest on mm. the end of the july 15th through 17th i've only yes. been once but i love seafood and i want to go this year yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. that
0: is a must do for sure. All right, well, I am super excited that Seafarer is finally back this year. For me personally, it's the first year that I feel like All my kids are finally old enough to actually enjoy some of the events and activities. I can't wait to actually partake in them. If you want to know more about Seafair, feel free to reach out to us. You can always also go to seafair.org. But if you want any tips or tricks on where to go, where to park, shuttle type stuff, I mean, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to help you. Uh, We're definitely not like experts, but we've all been there at some point in our lives it's a lot of fun so before we go i also got to bring up that our next beers and home buying class is coming up on august 10th in bellevue at the forum uh we have another one coming up in mid-september in northgate and you know pretty much every other month after that the only month we don't do them is december Uh, so if you are interested in potentially buying a house or you just want to learn like how does this work is this even possible for me Could I ever buy a house? Uh, The class is only an hour. They're totally free. There is literally zero pressure to do anything. It is just, you know, a good time for you to sit there and kind of learn and either eat some food or drink some beer, depending on the venue, and and learn about buying a house. So you can always check those out at beersandhomebuying.com. Uh, if you ever have questions, or you're ready to kind of take that next step, feel free to reach us or reach out to us at awesomeawesome.com. You can schedule times to chat with us right online—a no-obligation Zoom call with us. Uh, you can schedule that right on our website, slash schedule That's it for this episode. Thanks so much, Nick, Les, and Mel for joining me, and I hope everyone enjoys Seafair this year. See ya. Bye. Bye.